Did you have any main takeaways from the book? Let's start with that question. Yeah, I th- she was looking for love and was equating it with sex. And then by becoming a sex worker, she learned a lot more about her own sexuality. Oh my God. Did we read the same book? You didn't find that? <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, clown, mime, and one of America's Got Talent human fountains, which you're going to hear more about in a little bit. This is getting, these intros are getting so long that you could barely get the words out. I know. But anyway. We talk about sex. And why do we talk about sex? Wait, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's we, talk about you and I'm not a, me. Okay, wait. All right, we talk about sex because it's not talked enough about. And we think about uh, us having these conversations. Probably the, the last person you want to have this conversation with. Why the last? Your mother. Who, who wants to talk about sex with their mother? So if we can talk about sex openly, you guys can easily talk about sex with whoever, right? Well, that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. Open up those those barriers that we we put up and give you a laugh while we do it. Yeah. And if all else fails, you're going to have a good laugh. Uh, so a quick... So welcome to the Monday morning after show. This is the show where we bring you on as um, participants by having you write little comments, questions, and texting us all about what you thought about last week's episode or anything in general. Right. And so we have a hotline where you can text or leave us a voicemail. It's yes, text mom. It <laughs> doesn't have to be a hotline. I it's think a hotline. It, I feel like it's like a Batman's hotline. We're going to have okay. this, this debate until this podcast ends. All right. But in, at any rate, it's a way that you can communicate with us. And it's yes, text mom. And you just put that in your contacts. And then you can call us and leave a voicemail. Or text us. We got a wonderful text this week. Should I read it out? I would love to hear it. Hello, I am a sexual and reproductive certified RN in Canada, and I love the show. It is fun and smart and funny. Smiley face. That is a very sweet text to get. And not only that, but it it makes me feel good about the knowledge that we are spewing out over here. It's not just garbage. This this registered (laughs) nurse. Actually, this person's certified. I like that. We're not necessarily certified, so it's good to have that. Certifiable. (laughs) Certifiable. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, our text uh, that we got this week. Um, but we, we want to, we, we, we did get other voicemails, we, but right now this episode is all about 11 minutes by no, no, Paolo we, Coelho. I, what, uh, don't worry, what? we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Uh, okay. I just wanted to say, we're not going to focus on all the other, you know, texts and voicemails this week. Uh, simply because we we're doing our book club this week, and that's why we're oh, going to be participating. Okay, our first annual, I mean, our first, first ever book club. Yes, and it's it's going to be always about something relevant to our show. Right, and yeah. so if if you haven't read it, this book is, has blown my freaking mind. And you know what? I would love our listeners to do if you have a chance. This could be part of your yes text mom text or whatever let us know what your favorite sexual book is some it could be about nonfiction, fiction whatever but just let us know 
and and before you turn off this podcast, know that <laughs> it, you don't if to enjoy this episode, you do not need to have read the book. Yeah, these yeah. are going to be broader topics that anyone can really sink their teeth into. Right, we're actually not going and no spoilers either. And we'll try not to spoil. Yeah. Hey, should we read a review of the week? That's what I was going for. I love when you guys leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. We both love it. And as a matter of fact, it like it just brings me major joy. It also brings us more listeners because it gets <laughs> our SEO popping and it gets us to have cooler guests on the show. So please, please leave a rating and a review. It yes. takes only a second. What? Maybe people don't know what SEO means. It's search, search engine, engine optimization. Look at my mother knowing this. I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. But the idea is that the little bots that circle around and figure out. Who... Oh, you don't need to explain what SEO is over here. Okay. Anyway, let's hear it. Okay, so this this review says, always makes me laugh. Five stars. This is by Lily Turn. I'm sure that I look like a crazy person laughing while I run on the treadmill, but I can't help myself listening to this hilarious podcast. The guests are always interesting, but my favorite part is the fantastic dynamic between the two hosts. Keep up the great work. Ah, God, I love that review. It's so sweet. Thank you, Lily. It really is. Her name is Lily, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lily. That Thank was you, Lily. Really, like when someone says that they love to the banter between us, it, it just it makes my day, week, month. That's it. Possibly year. And I love the image of you laughing like a crazy person. I love. Uh, I love on laughing. The treadmill. And yeah, her laughing on the treadmill makes my day. I hope I. I hope we don't cause any accidents. All right. Uh, Lastly, do you want to just do a very quick Patreon plug? Yes, I do. Very quick. Okay, so our last few plugs for Patreon have netted us uh, approximately zero. That's why I want to make them very quick. Okay, so basically what we're trying to say is Patreon is a way that you guys can help us out monetarily. It's so simple. $5 a month. That's not a lot to get this free hilarious entertainment. Stop with the finger telling me to wrap it up. (laughs) Basically... Go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and join. And then we know where you are. You know where we are. You could message us much easier and you're going to provide us for some sustenance for Cam. He has no way of living. Otherwise, he's going to be on the street soon doing his mime act. Actually, I'm going to be on America's Got Talent soon. Tomorrow night. If you're listening to this on Monday, tomorrow, Tuesday night, tune in at 8, 7 central. Uh, that's if you're living in the United States. Uh, because I will be on America's Got Talent with the, the group called Human Fountains. Yes, he will be spitting uh, water into different men's mouths. And we are actually, this is the, the the live shows. So we're in the quarterfinals, meaning that the audience will vote whether we can continue on. And you guys have to have, you have to go vote. Please go vote. It, you, re- it would mean the world to me, you, even, even more than Patreon. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Patreon, that, I mean, that, that should tell you how much I really want to All move right. on with this. All right. Apparently, he, wa- he wants to continue to spit water, choreograph. You, you can vote at NBC.com slash AGT vote. Can they vote now? You can't vote now. You have to wait till tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow night. Okay. Let's move on to the show. Moving right along. So, Paolo Coelho. I hope I'm saying his name right because he's a goddamn genius. I listened to you and you're right. This was a brilliant book. I downloaded this book based on the recommendation of Tim Ferriss, actually, who's not a very sexual podcaster. He, he rarely talks about sex, I find. Uh, but he talks. He was talking to a sex worker and he was reading this book in, in preparation. And then I ended up reading this book. And then my mother ended up seeing that I was reading this book in our joint Audible account. Uh-huh. And she ended up reading this book and she called me up. She's like, this is a really good book. I wonder why you have this. And I'm like, how did you find the one sexual book I have? 
If you look at my mom's Kindle, by the way, it is all sex books. It is true. I'm very knowledgeable. I've uh, at different parts points in my life needed to research certain things. Oh, different points in your the entire library looks like it looks like a, an erotica collection. It's erotica, but it's, a lot of it is about sex work and it's about strip clubs and things that have happened in my life. So. It sounds like I was a sex worker. No, it didn't. I'm I, okay. Whatever. A brief summary of this book. Very brief. This is a, a coming of age story of this Brazilian woman who is a sex worker, and she kind of finds she she learns about herself and her sexuality by being a prostitute. And mother, yes, did you have any main takeaways from the book? Let's start with that question. Yeah, I think it's the the main takeaway for me is that there are different parts to sex. And I think she was looking for love and was equating it with sex. And then by becoming a sex worker, she learned a lot more about her own sexuality. And uh, it, it I'm not going to say it had a, this ending or that ending, but it, I thought that the book resulted in some good character changes. And that's what I loved. Oh my God! Did we read the same book? You didn't find the. <laughs> we I had such a different interpretation of That's this. That's good. That's the what reason are you, you have. What are you going to a book club that we're going to both agree on everything? You you have it completely backwards. What are you thinking? Well, being a sex worker taught her that sex is actually has nothing to do with penetration or or just the physical act of it. It is entirely to do with the emotional bond, the you know the desire for someone else, and t- the feeling of being desired. That's all that you know. That's what love it, was to her, not the sex. Oh my fucking you are for, god! You forgot that there's some S and M stuff in this. Book. I yeah, the S and M stuff. He basically was saying that is not that is a, a red herring, that there, that is an an empty aspect of sex that people can get sucked into. Which I actually wanted to ask you about. What do you think? Oh, should I get into S and M? No. So what? for our listeners, it was a there's a very spicy S and M scene, scene yeah. in this. Um, in and but see, I I think that's the beauty of the book is that it can be taken in different ways. I didn't get the same takeaway as you. Her, the other man that she fell in love with said, "If you go down this path, we cannot be together." Right. Well, well that seems like a clear. But you then know. without giving spoiler alerts out, maybe she could have taken a different path than maybe she did. I mean, we, we don't know what she did. I don't want to... This is the problem with doing a book club What do people you, haven't read the book because I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody. All right, don't you ruin the ending for anyone. But I oh, can I read... It's it? an exploration of a woman's finding out about her sexuality and what turns her on and what doesn't turn her yeah. on. And I think what, what makes great sex or what makes orgasmic sex... I will, some of the S&M stuff wasn't even about penetration. It's not about penetration, but it's not just about the physical act. That's the whole point. The person she fell in love with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Am I ruining yes, it? Yes, you're ruining the whole freaking book. We can't. How can we do a book club when we're when half? <laughs> most of the people haven't read the book. They don't even know what we're freaking talking about. All right. All right. This is a disaster. I will tell you how. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to read a passage that I fucking love. Yeah, your valet heard a passage that you loved. <laughs> yeah, I, I parked at a funeral and there was a valet there and he, he got in my car to drive away. And then he, he when he came, drove the car back when I was picking it up, uh, he, he gave me a very weird look and I realized that my Bluetooth was on and it started playing this 
very sexy scene that he must have been listening to, like a sex scene. Did anyway, you, did you masturbate to this book? No, I did not masturbate to this. Did you masturbate to this book? No, but I could have had the. I, yeah, I, I don't masturbate to Audible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the, how about this first story? This is just a story that they tell in the book. Okay, this is from Maria's diary. I'm going to try to do it in the Brazilian okay, accent. Okay, do the Brazilian accent. Once upon a time, there was a bird. Do you like this? This is my favorite should passage. I, should I stop? No, you're doing really good. Once upon a time, there was a bird. He was adorned with two perfect wings and with glossy, colorful, marvelous feathers. <laughs> One day, a woman saw this bird and fell in love with him. She invited the bird to fly with her, and the two traveled across the sky in perfect harmony. She admired and venerated and celebrated that bird, but then she thought he might want to visit far-off mountains, and she was afraid, afraid that she would never feel the same way about any other bird, and she thought, I'm going to set a trap. The next time the bird appears, he will never leave again. The bird, who was also in love, returned the following day, fell into the trap, and was put in a cage. She looked at the bird every day. There he was, the object of her passion, and she showed him to her friends, who said, Now you have everything you could possibly want. However, a strange transformation began to take place. Now that she had the bird and no longer needed to woo him, she began to lose interest. The bird, unable to fly and express the true meaning of his life, began to waste away and his feathers to lose their gloss. He grew ugly, and the woman no longer paid him any attention except by feeding him and cleaning out his cage. One day the bird died. The woman felt terribly sad and spent all her time thinking about him, but she did not remember the cage. She thought only of the day when she had seen him for the first time, flying contentedly among the clouds. If she had looked more deeply into herself, she would have realized that what had thrilled her about the bird was his freedom, the energy of his wings in motion, not his physical body. Without the bird, her life too lost all meaning, and death came knocking at her door. Why have you come, she asked. So that you can fly once more with him across the sky, death replied. If you had allowed him to come and go, you would have loved and admired him even more, ever more. Alas, you now need me in order to find him again. Oh. First of all, that was a very good accent. <laughs> I was trying to imitate it the audible. It sounded uh, exactly the like audible more, the audible. Um, but, but, okay, so. Is that an amazing story? That's an amazing story about. Uh, Holy oh, I mean, shit. How, where do you begin to analyze that? Is, is I begin to analyze by. I could. I can relate immediately to myself. I related to when you used to come to me and say, I don't understand, you know, if, if the idea of finding a girl is a challenge and then you get the girl, then it's not a challenge anymore. Bingo. But that was when I was very young. Now you're going to cage the animal? Well, this this idea of wanting someone so much that you, you want to harness them down so that you can never lose them is something... I mean, we've talked about this in the past yeah. when Esther Perel freaking said there in, in any given relationship, there's a dynamic in which one person will always feel like they're, they're being... Or it, there will be a dynamic in which one person will feel more like they're being suffocated by the other person. 
and the other person will feel like they're basically okay i'm i'm saying this really shittily uh, let me repeat it. let me let me rephrase okay we're, she we're said, talking esther perel, esther perel said a known in, wonderful psychologist that deals with sex she said in any given relationship you will develop a dynamic and when watch in which one person will fear losing the other and the other person will fear losing themselves mm. and that can also be seen as like one person is afraid of abandonment and the other person is afraid of being suffocated by the other. Right. And this is the exact same thing where this woman basically was afraid of abandonment by this bird. And so she suffocated him mm-hmm. and he died. Right. And, and, and then she died. And she only, and she, yeah. And, and then I love this idea of the only thing that really was important was the way, how did, what it was, was the quote that, that um, so she, she could fly. She would have realized that what had thrilled her about the bird was his freedom, the energy of his wings in motion, not his physical body. Because the truth is, we all have to enjoy being alone. And we have to enjoy being ourselves. Alone. Ourselves. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, it, so to be able to stand with someone together yet separate, this is a very challenging thing that we all must find. Yeah. And it's very hard not to try to control the other person. Yeah, and it, and it completely relates to desire and the feeling of being desired. And this is where sex becomes, this is, sex is an outpouring of this intense emotion. And it also has to do with confidence. Yeah, you have to be able to be, say, hey, I'm going to stand here and I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not going to allow this fear that you're going to leave me, you and, know, dr- and that's control what je- our relationship. And, and jealousy. And jealousy, that right. Too. That's the same thing. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Esther Perel's book, State of Affairs, Mating in Captivity. Uh, I, I mean, if you... So here's... By the way, sneak peek, we're having the Human Fountains, my comedy group, come on on the, on the mics on uh, Thursday of this week. And I love it. All five of you guys are single. We're all single. And when we... And here's a sneak peek. When, when you ask them what you think Cam is looking for, they said he's looking for love. And then I said something like, well, if, the, if I find that, I would, I'd run for the hills, something like this. Hmm. And it is this fear of abandonment, or not, not this fear of abandonment. It's the fear of suffocation, mm-hmm. the fear of being the, 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 a bird that is then caged that really prevents me from being in any given relationship right now. Interesting. I'm on the other side right now. Yeah. Do you think that's accurate? Do I think that's accurate? I guess that, that that's what the... So you don't have a fear of commitment. You have a fear of of suffocation right i guess it depends in different times in people's lives where they are sometimes like really focused on their own selves and trying to improve and and find their careers or Mm -hmm, find mm -hmm. their purpose in life and you don't have time to you know help and nurture another person maybe i don't know i don't know if it i i it might be an irrational fear i'm not sure if it's 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 very I think it's more of like a primitive reflex as opposed to yeah. if I really gave it some thought and I found someone that really could stand next to me and, you know, yeah, I don't think it would be that much of a time suck. Right. I think it would only add to my life. So part of me wants it. Part of me doesn't want it. Yeah. 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 And we're going to get Nina Hartley back on the show and she's going to talk a lot about jealousy. But I love, I love how this book talks, basically talks about, how this whole idea of sex, if people thinking sex is just the physical act of penetrating, is completely wrong. It, 
that is one way to have sex, but really it should be this thing that is it's born out of deep, profound emotion and connection. Mm. What and do you think? And, and intimacy. And intimacy, yes, intimacy. Yeah. Bingo, intimacy. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know if I 100% agree with it. Oy. I'm sorry. I think sometimes there's a place for good, just fun, frolicking sex without any kind of major, intense, reiki-like things that go on. In that Why are you book. bringing reiki into this? Yeah, I think they were doing some whole like multiple orgasm well, chakra things going on. Who is they? The book. <laughs> <laughs> there are some wild sex scenes in there that, uh, anyway... I think it's not really fair to our audience to discuss a book that no one's ever read. Well, they, we just read we just read this passage. The so passage now was done very this. well, you guys. If you guys liked it, let us know in the comments. I mean, and uh, yes, yes, text mom. Let us know if you have read that book. If you want to read that book, and and uh, let us know if you agree or disagree with our uh, synopsis. Did you identify with the protagonist? Did you find this was a similar coming of age story to yours? Absolutely not. <laughs> How is yours different? I yeah, I I, I mine was a uh, my initial with your dad was a we were born of a friendship. It wasn't, uh, and we both I think felt very comfortable flying in our own space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it never really got to the point where I felt like I was suffocated or I felt like I was chasing or mm-hmm. pursuing. And I think that's when I you know it's born of friendship. More than even the sexual part. So I don't know. I, well, I, I'm not 100% sure about this whole sex and love thing. I think it's, it just really depends on where you are in your life. All right. How about this? Hmm. In, for our listeners, there is, she meets this one guy. What are you doing? No. Who, I'm just mentioning a thing. Okay. She meets this one guy who says he sees the light in her. You must have loved that shit. Oh, did I love this. So if a woman walks up to you and says... I see the light in you, Cam. Will you marry her? Maybe. <laughs> I, I no. You know why I liked it so much? What? I'm, you're gonna have to start wrapping us up. Oh God! It's 20 minutes already. All right. We're trying to make it a short, I know, I know. quickie. You know. Morning but I'm just show. saying I like this so much because in our society we often think guys should just want to go out there and fuck anything based on who has the best body and who has the best look. You know, and it it is about the goddamn light. It's about the person's inner life. Right. But, and I don't, and first let's discuss that one thing you just said. This whole idea of macho men trying to like grab women and grab them by the pussy, as Trump would say, and all that. I don't think, I'm beginning, the more we interview people, the more I realize that not, there, that is not necessarily the case for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that all guys want to just fuck and fuck and fuck. I think that maybe even women might want to fuck more these days. Who knows? But I don't think it's all that. I think more men are looking for a relationship and or at least want to have sex when it's it's uh, going to be a very comfortable sex. It's not going to be a casual, quick fuck. I just don't, I think that you're more in the norm than you believe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to hear from our listeners. Yes, text mom. Let us know. Our, our hotline will be in our show description. It, you know, it doesn't have to be a hotline. It's not a crisis. Let us know your thoughts on whether, what, what your thoughts are on this bird cage analogy. <laughs> and Cam's if voice. If you find yourself being what, the bird or the, the person who's trapping one or the other, a.k.a. someone who's more fear, fear of abandonment versus fear of 
uh, suffocation. Yeah. I, I, one more thing. So today I was at the farmer's market and I was talking to a woman. You just told me to wrap it up. Well, I was just saying she, she did something very strong. She was married to some guy and she said it was so hard to leave uh, the relationship. But she knew she had to do it. And it was so, so freaking hard. And she tells me this whole thing in the farmer's market. And it was very touching because then at the end of this, she said that uh, she did it. And I said, and you feel so much stronger now that you did that. And she said, totally. She said, like that. a much stronger human being. So for those of you who are in suffocating relationships, get the fuck out. Mm. Recognize that it's just fear of abandonment. It might be preventing you. Or not even fear of abandonment, just Fear of if you're fear of suffocating, maybe there's a reason you are. <laughs> maybe you should, maybe that's not a good feeling to be in. That's interesting too. Leave us a, a text or voicemail at yes text mom. As always, thank you so much for listening. We love you all, and let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the caged ones, please. <laughs> Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.